You are Locked On Kings, your daily podcast on the Sacramento Kings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it is that time. Time for another episode of Locked On Kings. With the 12th pick in the 2020 NBA Draft, the Sacramento Kings select Tyrese Halliburton from Iowa State University. NBA Draft Night 2020 had it all. It started with confusion leading into the draft itself because of the Bogdan Bogdanovich sign-and-trade deal with Milwaukee seemingly falling apart. Then you had surprise picks major slides and for the Sacramento Kings a fantastic pick at number 12 that is cause for celebration here in Sacramento the Kings landing Tyrese Halliburton who I saw zero mock drafts having Halliburton available at 12 we did not talk about Halliburton basically at all during this draft build-up process here on Locked on Kings because the expectation was that he was not going to be around but He falls to 12. The Kings snatch him up. We're going to talk about Hal Burton. We'll also talk about the two other players the Kings acquired in the second round, Jemias Ramsey and Robert Woodard. Plus, you will hear from Hal Burton and Kings general manager Monty McNair on today's episode of the Locked on Kings podcast. Hello and welcome into Locked on Kings, your podcast hub for Sacramento Kings coverage all regular season and all offseason. If you're looking for in-depth analysis, game-by-game breakdowns, highlights, interviews with local and national experts, full coverage of the Sacramento Kings from January through December, this is the place for you, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. My name is Matt George. I have the privilege of being your host here. I've been a Sacramento Sports Radio host the last six years. Looking forward to covering season number seven of Kings basketball for me, both as an on-air host and a multimedia journalist. And I'm fighting fatigue a little bit today. In fact, I'm using our sponsor of today's episode, Built Go, to get me through this episode here today because I was at the KHDK studios late last night. I was on the air uh, with Jason Ross, Doug Christie, and Jay Mars when the Kings made their selection at 12. I was also on the air for the disappointment of my guy, Devin Vassell, who I wanted for the Kings going to the Spurs at 11. Uh, I was on the air through until early on in the second round when the Kings unclearly made their trade of the 35th pick to acquire the rights to the 40th pick plus a a future second rounder. Uh, And then I was still at the KHDK studios waiting uh, for Monty McNair's uh, press conference after the draft itself. I have audio from his press conference, audio from Tyrese Halliburton's uh, limited talk with the Kings media. But also I want to let you know that this is not going to be the only Locked on Kings podcast for today. We're going to have some sub-episodes coming a little bit later on today. In fact, probably one just big one that is going to feature the official press conferences, the Zoom press conferences for Halliburton, uh, for Ramsey, and for Wooder. That is coming later on this afternoon. I will be attending those press conferences, probably asking a few questions, and I will post and upload uh, all three of those press conferences probably in just one big episode so you can listen to everything unedited, all the questions, all the answers, everything will be available for you later on. Uh, here where you get your Locked on Kings podcast. So look forward to that, but I still have great audio for you today. I'm excited about this, man. I'm very excited with how this draft played out. It seems strange to consider the Sacramento Kings 
one of the biggest winners on any draft night, unless it was uh, a couple of years ago or a few years ago when the Kings drafted De'Aaron Fox. It was safe to say that was a win for the Kings. But in this particular draft, with Tyrese Halliburton falling all the way to 12, it feels like a tremendous win. Now, I will say it feels like a tremendous win. It's not guaranteed to be a tremendous win. And I was on the air uh, with Jay Mars last night, and we were celebrating this pick because, first off, Tyrese Halliburton is an analytical gold mine. And you know that Monty McNair and the Sacramento Kings, they've built this new front office on analytics. That's where McNair came from, the Houston Rockets analytics-based system serving under Daryl Morey. Well, now here in Sacramento, analytics are keyed to, uh, behind making talent-based decisions. And when you hear from McNair later on in this uh, press conference, you'll hear him talk a lot about prioritizing skill and overall talent over uh, need for the Sacramento Kings. And that's a philosophy that a lot of fans have been frustrated with Kings general managers not having in the past. But Monty McNair is a guy who likes to build his team based off of analytics. Tyrese Halliburton fits what Monty McNair likes in almost every way. I mean, you talk about a really good, well-rounded player. Now, the first thing that might stand out to you is the fact that, for the most part at Iowa State, he played point guard. He's a six foot five point guard. And the Kings, their most established position on the roster right now is their point guard with De'Aaron Fox. But I encourage you to look past that because positionless basketball is the name of the game here uh, in the NBA today. And you're going to hear McNair talking about the importance of having multiple ball handlers and the fact that the NBA is trending that way uh, currently. So Tyrese Halliburton, though, overall, a very dynamic, a very versatile player. If you watch the draft... They put up words to describe each pick as they were being selected to give you a general idea of what that player is. Their archetype, I guess you could say. And the words that were put up with Halliburton when the Kings selected him, high IQ and versatility. Two things that you love to have, especially from a rookie. And like I said, Halliburton is capable of doing it all. He can score. He can shoot. Shot over 40% in both of his years uh, in college. Also uh, a capable distributor. Loves to uh, get his teammates involved. Uh, This last season, he averaged 6.5 assists a game. Also averaged 2.5 steals on the defensive end. 4.4 rebounds. Also 1.5 offensive rebounds a game to go along with 15 points. He can score. He can distribute. He can attack the basket. He can space the floor. He can get his teammates involved. He can crash the offensive glass. And defensively, he's not a liability. Tyrese Halliburton does a lot of everything. And on top of that, he's got a high basketball IQ. Now, I expect that will be exposed a little bit and will hopefully grow over the years that he develops here in Sacramento because the NBA is a completely different beast. But to have a rookie come in who understands basketball, who studies the game, who is obsessed with the game, as Halberton describes his interest overall in basketball, and for him to be as versatile as he is, that's a tremendous win for Sacramento. But I caution fans, sometimes there is a reason players slide. Now, I think that Halliburton slid because of a couple of surprise picks like Patrick Williams going to the Chicago Bulls at four, for example. But Tyrese Halliburton falling in the laps of Sacramento doesn't guarantee that things are going to work out. 
I don't want to compare this situation to Thomas Robinson because it feels very, very different, but that was a situation where a consensus good player fell to the Kings, and instead of taking their guy and Damian Lillard, they said, well, we have to take this guy because he seems like the best player available, and it didn't work out. Sorry to remind you of that. I'm not trying to drag you down if you're excited about this pick. I just want you to be realistic about the expectations for this young man. He has tremendous upside. He seems to be good at a lot of different things. Seems to fit in with what the Kings want to do and how they want to play in this new analytical era of Kings basketball. But he was still the 12th pick in a relatively weak draft, at least according to the experts. So we're probably not talking future Hall of Famer or superstar here. But if Hal Burton turns into a damn good player and especially fits well next to De'Aaron Fox, last night was a home run. And I think there's a very good chance of that happening. As for the two Kings second rounders, Jemias Ramsey and Robert Woodard, I'm not going to pretend that I know a ton about these guys, but I'm vaguely familiar with both of their games. Ramsey, a floor spacer, a shooting guard, a, someone who's going to put up a lot of shots, not afraid to take a lot of threes, and once again fits in with what the Sacramento Kings want to do theoretically going forward, spacing the floor, playing fast. Uh, he comes from Texas Tech, where as a freshman, he led Texas Tech in scoring, averaging 15 points per game. Uh, he shot 42% from three-point range on five attempts per game, also shot 44% from the field. Uh, rebounded decently well, averaged about four rebounds a game, a couple of assists, really does not look to distribute, also averaged a steal per game, so he's capable of playing decent defense, but this is a guy that is volume shooter. He's out there to space the floor. He'll probably, if he gets opportunity as a second round pick, come in off the bench and just be required to, to space the floor, knock down outside shots, and be available uh, for kickout opportunities. That's probably the best case scenario for this young man. As for Robert Woodard, from what I understand about him, I really, really like him. We know the Kings need wing depth, and that's what Woodard provides, assuming as a second-round pick he will get opportunity in the NBA. Six foot seven, 230 uh, pounds, has over a seven-foot wingspan, just a big body, uh, capable of hitting the outside shot, capable uh, of uh, playing lockdown defense. Not phenomenal in any one area, but has great size, great athleticism from Mississippi State. I'm excited to see what he does in training camp, and hopefully he gets some opportunities at playing time with the Kings right away, of course, depending upon what they do in free agency in a couple of days. Before I play you audio from Halliburton and from General Manager Monty McNair, I wanted to play this clip for you. This is Bobby Marks. If you're not familiar with who he is, he's the ESPN NBA front office insider, and he is a massive fan of Halliburton. Here is what he said on ESPN after the Kings selected Halliburton at 12. Yeah, Reese, I was able to help him prepare for this draft process in the interview. And in my 25 years working in the NBA, he is the best interview that I've ever gone with, gone through. High basketball IQ, a great kid. Sacramento's got a steal here, and this kid is going to be in the league for 15 years. So congrats to Tyrese, congrats to the Sacramento Kings, because right now they are the winners of the night so far. As I said earlier, I'm dragging a bit today. It was a late night last night with the NBA draft, but I'm excited to talk about the Kings, and I'm getting a little extra boost from our sponsor of today's Locked on Kings podcast. That is Built Go. Built Go is the healthy replacement for your energy drink, but the energy itself is not fake. It's lasting, and it's natural energy. It helps you be the best you at whatever you do, helps you break through that wall, whether it's mental or physical. For me, it's physical tiredness right now. I'm breaking through it with Go every single day. It's easy to take in one-and-a-half-ounce packages. You can put it in your briefcase to help you get through a meeting at work. You can 
bring it in your backpack to maybe get you through a tough test in school or in college, uh, or you can just take it in any situation to get you through the day. It's also perfect for if you're going to the gym and need that extra boost. Built Go is the best workout gel on the market. It's like five-hour energy, but without that same crash feeling at the end. Plus, it's natural, so it's better for the body. It's like drinking a monster energy drink, but with a third of the caffeine and better results. Plus, it tastes good. They have three delicious flavors, peanut butter, honey, chocolate coconut, and my favorite, chocolate mint. But why does Built Go work so well? Well, it combines energy gel with collagen protein. Collagen protein is fast absorbing, so it gets into your system fast, plus it's easy on the stomach. Collagen promotes joint, soft tissue, hair, and skin health. The stuff literally makes you look better as well as feel better. Go to BuiltGo.com right now. Use promo code LOCKED, L-O-C-K-E-D. You'll get 20% off of your next order. Again, that's promo code LOCKED for 20% off at BuiltGo.com. What do you say we hear from the 12th overall pick? Tyrese Halliburton spent a little bit of time speaking with some of the members of the Sacramento media after being selected last night. And again, he will be speaking more today uh, in his Sacramento Kings introductory press conference later on this afternoon. Again, I will post that audio plus the other uh, press conferences for you later on today. Uh, But Tyrese had some fantastic things to say, things that make him extremely likable. He fits well with the, as far as I understand, the Sacramento Kings mindset of the ideal player personality and attitude. Just listen for yourself. Here's Halliburton talking about coming to the Sacramento Kings. I I don't know too much about Sacramento, uh, but I'm looking forward to, you know, learning the place and, and, you know, really calling that place home, uh, you know, for, for however, for, for the rest of my career, hopefully, um, you know, I'm just ready to, you know, get there and uh, get familiar with the city. Um, I'm, I'm from a smaller town, Wisconsin. So uh, being in California is, is going to be crazy. Uh, just something we're not, uh, none of my family has ever done or we're not used to that. So it's going to be really cool for us. And then just being a fan of, of the game, um, I'm a, I'm a, I think I like to think I'm a basketball historian for a 20 year old. Like I know a lot about, you know, kind of what's went on and, you know, obviously the early 2000s Kings, um, you know, with Bibby and Stryakovich and uh, C. Webb and Vladi and uh, Doug Christie, like obviously has a very good team, a uh, team who really competed for a championship and, you know, almost was able to get one. So, um, you know, and obviously the team Sacramento has now, I think there's a, a young core that's ready to compete, uh, ready to be healthy and be able to, you know, truly compete to make the playoffs. And, uh, you know, I'm just ready, uh, you know, to get to work. Well, he knows about the late 90s, early 2000s Kings, so that's good. He already fits in there, but unfortunately, Halberton's not going to get the true Sacramento welcome, which is a jam-packed and loud, rowdy Golden One Center on opening night, likely because of these uh, COVID-19 regulations that are still in place. But eventually, he will get to feel the hospitality and the fan support that Sacramento is known for when our arenas do open back up again. Here's Tyrese talking about getting picked. Uh, yeah, I mean, we were just waiting to see, uh, you know, who who wanted my services, who felt like I was the perfect fit for their organization. And uh, for a while, Sacramento has said uh, that they thought I was I was the perfect fit, that they felt like um, that I'm one of the best players in the draft. So, um, you know, you just want to go somewhere where you're wanted. You know what I'm saying? So, obviously, Coach Walton and, uh, you know, the rest of Sacramento's um, – organization they feel like uh, I am a a great fit here and, and I feel the same as well so I think it's the perfect fit naturally Halliburton was asked for his thoughts on his fit with De'Aaron Fox 
Yeah, well, well, if anybody really knows me as a basketball player, they know I, I work best with a, with another great guard alongside of me. And obviously, De'Aaron, one of the great uh, the great young guards in the NBA today. Uh, I think we're the, we're the perfect fit for each other. Um, you know, I think we both just want to play fast, get up and down, and really push the tempo. You hear teams talk about uh, wanting to push the tempo, but we're two guys that will push the tempo. So I think us two together are, are the perfect fit. Um, you know, I think we're both guys who are going to compete hard defensively and uh, score the ball offensively. So I think we're uh, you know we're going to work perfect together. And finally, for those who aren't familiar, here is Halliburton describing his skill set, his game. I'm just a high IQ dude. Um, I'm a student of the game of basketball. I love the game of basketball. So I spend a lot of time watching film, doing the little things that uh, some people might not, you know, want to take the time to do. So, um, you know, I just, I love the game of basketball and I'm invested in it with, with my whole heart. And, you know, now that I'm in the NBA, um, you know, some people think it's the time to be satisfied, but no, I'm ready to get to work. I want to compete. Um, you know, I want to win games, so I'm ready to get after it. Now let's hear from General Manager Monty McNair. These were his opening remarks to his press conference last night where he talks about all three picks and the overall job by the Kings in last night's draft. First, just wanted to say a few words about tonight. Um, you know, I think we added some depth at our, our guards and wings position, um, selected some talented young players, uh, really bring some competitiveness and speed, shooting, uh, versatility to our team. So uh, Tyrese Halliburton, uh, just an incredible talent, um, multiple position player on both ends of the floor. Uh, I think he can shoot, pass, handle on the offensive end, and defensively uh, he can he can do many things, uh, guard multiple positions. Uh, really excited to add him uh, to our backcourt. Uh, Jamias Ramsey, knockdown shooter, um, and he's got great strength, athleticism, uh, can defend tough nose defense, um, very competitive, uh, led his team in scoring as a freshman. We're really excited to add him as well. Um, so we're confident that they will both be great additions uh, to what we're building here. And we're trying to build smart, uh, competitive team on both ends. Um, so we're really pleased with our outcome tonight. And, uh, and with that, I'm happy to take questions. You heard Halliburton describing his skill set and his game a bit earlier. Now here's Monty McNair describing Halliburton's game. Yeah, no, we were really excited that that Tyrese fell to us. Um, you know, I think, like you said, he's an incredible talent on both ends. Offensively, um, you know, a very good passer, uh, a good shooter. He can finish offensive rebounds. Um, you know, he's really, really got a versatile skill set on that. And then defensively, I think he can guard multiple positions the way the league's going uh, with switching. He can do that as well um, and uh, play both guard spots. We're really excited to add him. This next clip, I imagine, is going to be music to your ears. Typically, the Kings draft philosophy is drafting for need over best player available, and that has certainly not always worked in the Kings draft history. McNair's approach, the opposite. Yeah, I think number one in the draft, we just try to add talent. Um, You know, first and foremost, we're looking at best player available. Obviously, there's certain uh, skill sets and and criteria we want, uh, competitiveness, versatility, shooting, speed, um, and I think the guys we added tonight really really will add that to our roster. Here's McNair talking about Halliburton's fit with De'Aaron Fox and the Kings' new system. Yeah, no, I think it, we're happy that he he fits the style of play we want, but first and foremost, he was the best talent available to us, and uh, we don't pass up talent. So um, I think he'll be a great compliment to De'Aaron. Um, I think they're going to be, um, you know, a great tandem on, on both ends. Um, but yeah, we're really excited to add him uh, first and foremost for his talent, but certainly for uh, the style of play that we want to do as well. 
I asked McNair to expand a little bit on Halliburton's fit specifically with Fox, and he started describing the importance of having multiple ball handlers in today's NBA. I mean, the league is going to to multiple ball handlers. Um, I think a lot of the the great teams these days, it's it's not just one guy out there. You need multiple guys that can push the pace, that can handle an offense, uh, create for others and themselves. And um, you know, I think Tyrese can can obviously play with or without um, De'Aaron or anybody else on our roster. So, um, you know, really excited to see how he fits in. I know I haven't really described the Bogdan Bogdanovich situation and how that all came really apart before the draft started itself so far in today's Locked on Kings podcast episode, but it did happen and McNair was asked if that had any effect on the draft itself. Here was McNair's answer. Yeah, Bogdan's a a great player, um, great shooter, great playmaker, uh, you know, obviously a great talent, but uh, but yeah, tonight at the draft um, was just about best player available, like it always will be. And, uh, you know, I think we were really excited, like I said, when Tyrese was there, uh, as well as Jemias uh, in the second round. Um, so, you know, we're, we're always looking for talent and, and uh, we'll add that whenever we can. Almost everybody I've seen is calling it a successful draft night for the Sacramento Kings, and in order to be successful, you have to put in the work. Here is McNair describing the process of approaching this draft with this new front office put in place, the extra time that they had, and how that allowed them to feel more prepared. Yeah, no, I think we were extremely prepared. On one hand, uh, 2020 is throwing everything at us, but but it also gave gave us some more time uh, to get things done. I think we had triple the amount of Intel reports, double the amount of video reports. Uh, we interviewed over 90 players. Um, you know, we, our, our staff was extremely prepared. We spent the last couple months, um, especially uh, as a new regime, getting in and working with, uh, with our scouts, our analysts and everybody, um, looking at things from all angles. And, and while it was a unique draft process in that standpoint, I think we, were, uh, we felt just as prepared as we always do. And finally, with the start of free agency just a day away, McNair talked a little bit about the approach to free agency and how it's similar to the approach to the draft. Yeah, I won't get into like our free agency plans, but I think it's safe to say that you know we, we want to add as much talent as we can, just like we did uh, with our approach to the draft tonight. Um, and so, you know, first and foremost is is can we add talented players, and and secondarily, can we can we find players that fit the uh, the needs and roles that we have available? So, um, you know, I think we were really excited to be able to to do that with with our draft picks tonight. Remember to tune in for the press conferences of Tyrese Halliburton, Jemias Ramsey, and Robert Woodard coming later on today. Plus, join me on tomorrow's episode as I will discuss in more detail this Bogdan Bogdanovich situation, which, if you're not familiar, I'll provide, I guess, a synopsis of what's been going on. As most of you know, a couple of days ago, the Kings agreed in principle to a sign-and-trade deal with the Milwaukee Bucks to send uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich and Justin James uh, to Milwaukee. The Kings were getting three players back, uh, including... Dante DiVincenzo. Well, Sam Amick reported a couple hours before the draft last night that that trade potentially was in hot water and could fall apart because Bogdan Bogdanovich never agreed to the sign and trade deal. Some are speculating whether or not that's really the case, if this is an attempt by all parties to avoid tampering penalties and fines. 
it's been tough to make sense of, but I think once free agency truly begins, it'll be easier to make sense of it. We'll talk about it in more detail on tomorrow's episode of the Locked on Kings podcast. Until then, though, I want to hear your thoughts on last night's draft. Send them to me via Twitter at MattGeorgeKHDK, or you can email them to me, mgeorge at sacklocalmedia.com. I want to hear your thoughts on all the picks. Uh, if there was another guy that you wanted that was available when the Kings t- uh, took Halliburton, let me know. Uh, your expectations for Halliburton, everything is fair game. Send them to me again on Twitter at MattGeorgeKHDK or via email mgeorge at sacklocalmedia.com. Hope you enjoyed draft night last night. Get ready for free agency because it's coming very soon. Join me for tomorrow's episode of the Locked on Kings podcast. Until then, my name is Matt George. As always, stay safe, stay healthy, and I'll talk to you soon. You have been listening to the Locked on Kings podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. You are Locked on Kings, your daily Sacramento Kings podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.